0: This episode of the Sullivan County Democrat Podcast is being brought to you by the Kitchen Table Cafe in Calicoon, New York. This month is their month of giving. For every cup of coffee sold, they'll be giving 25 cents to the Calicoon Pantry Food Drive that makes 350 plus meals a week. For every veggie wrap sold, they'll be giving $2 to Farm Arts Collective to help keep agriculture alive. For every retail coffee bag sold, they'll be giving $2 to Gorgon Gosa and Mocha Origins to help further their humanitarian works. And for every chocolate bar sold, they'll be giving $1 back to Mocha Origins. Also, each Sunday, they'll be donating tips to various causes. This Sunday's tips will go to Farm Arts Collective. Now over to Patricio Robbio for this week's top stories.
1: Yes, my name is Patricia Robbio and I'm a reporter with the paper. We'll take a look at what's happened on Tuesday's paper. Let's take just act on opioid sediment story by Joseph Abraham. Fighting back against the opiate epidemic, Sullivan County, like several local and state governments, joined a lawsuit against various distributors and manufacturers of prescription opiates in 2017. During a special meeting last week, Thursday, Les us voted unanimously to join a class settlement of litigation relating to three distributors, McKesson Corporation, Cardinal Health, and AmbiSource Bergen Corporation, as well as the manufacturer Johnson & Johnson uh, Pharmaceuticals. As for the settlement with the distributors, according to the resolution, Sullivan County will receive the base amount of $2.8 million if Sullivan County meets each of its incentives. They will receive their first payment in February 2022. The resolution further states that under the best scenario, assuming all sentence satisfied, Sullivan County will receive a total of $4.9 million. Students prepared to go back to school. Story by Patricia Robayo. Students and teachers and school faculty are beginning another school year in the shadow of COVID-19 pandemic, which has drastically changed everyday life since it impacted Sullivan County. More than 17 months ago, as of press time, the Delta variant has become the most dominant strain in the area. A number of active cases have been trending upward as the county continues to promote vaccinations. Visit SC Democrat online for a full list. Felony arrest up 35%. Violent crime is up. It's way up said Sullivan County District Attorney Megan Galligan to legislators at last week's Thursday's Public Safety and Law Enforcement Committee meeting. She added that the first quarter numbers from the Division of Criminal Justice Services are in, and felony arrests are up 35% year-over-year year compared to 2020. While Sullivan County is seeing an uptick, Galligan explained that some surrounding counties have actually seen a downtick. She said with respect to violent crime, what they are seeing is not necessarily a spread throughout the county, but instead, insignificant pockets. Responders recall 9-11 20 years later. Story by Matt Chortle. For the people like Joe Cossada of Damascus, Pennsylvania, 20 years doesn't feel that long. He was just one of the first responders who arrived at Ground Zero on September 11, 2001. He said he could still remember it like it was yesterday. Costa worked for 20 years for the New York City Police Department, NYPD. I had a priest in 77 in Brooklyn. He has also been a volunteer firefighter since 1980. Starting with the Dix Hills Fire Department on Long Island, he retired from the NYPD in 2011 and moved to Damascus with his wife. Barely a year after his retirement, he started getting sick. Out of the blue, several different elements started affecting him all at once, including chronic bronchitis, COPD, and asthma. For the full story, check out Friday's paper at the Sullivan County Democrat. And some more unfortunate news. Kyle Van D. Water passes away at 41. Kyle Van D. Water... Who challenged incumbent Democrat U.S. Congressman Antonio Delgado last November has died unexpectedly at age 41. Van Dewater spent eight years on active duty with the U.S. Army. Van Dewater, who grew up in Poughkeepsie, followed in the footsteps of his father, who served in the Army, and his grandfather, who served in World War II. He got an ROTC scholarship to help pay his way through the University of Massachusetts, Elmhurst. He was later accepted to the Albany Law, at which time he served in the reserves. After passing the bar exam, he was activated by the USA's Army as a Judge Advocate General. And in an settlement life section, Noah Kalina presents Overtime, a story by Patricia Rubio. A lot of my work is about observing a particular thing or place over time and seeing those subtle changes occur, said a photographer Noah Kalina about his ladies' exhibition that just opens up this weekend at the Casco Art Society, The Laundry King, on Saturday, September 11th. Overtime are two ongoing projects that Kalina has been working on over six years that are based in and around Lumberland, New York, The Fog, and The Great Outdoors. Kalina is well known for another time breaks project, Everyday, where he takes a self-portrait every day. Recently, his bodywork has reached a milestone of 20 years. For more information on the exhibition, check out the online of SE Democrat online or check out Friday's paper in newsstands now. You can find all this and more in the pages of the Sullivan County Democrat online or newsstands now, you can find us online at scdemocratonline.com. And if you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe so you can never miss an episode. And until next week, stay safe.